Hello, everyone, and welcome to Our Empowered Voices. This is Kay Walker with my podcast partner, Sandy Evenson. We're here to bring you stories, stories of women in different phases of their life, stories that share the ordinary miracles of ordinary women that become extraordinary to someone listening to them, stories of empowerment. I welcome you to come sit with us and listen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Our Empowered Voices. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Today we have with us Emma Johnson. And welcome, Sandy. Sandy's my cohort. You know her from past episodes. Yeah, hey, everybody. Sandy here. Sandy, Um, what are we doing today? (laughs) Well, we're so delighted because we are connecting with Emma Johnson, who has had an amazing life already and is launching into even more bigger things um, as an EFT trainer who runs a school, comes from corporate and is using all of that experience intertwined with her really high intuition and sense of being a mirror for people. And I'm just gonna let you keep going, Kay, because. There's so much here. Oh, there is. And I'm really excited about part of Emma's work. I'm excited about Emma, but she's not all her work. But part of her work is she has the training school, the EFT training school, and it's called Inner Smile EFT. She named it that because that's what the outcome is. That's what she's looking for. That's what she is guiding people through. Those are the people who come to her that are looking to have and expand their inner smile. That's so huge. And like you said, she's also a trained oracle. She's been in corporate for more years than maybe she wants to say. She worked in root cause analysis right? Can you get any better than that? Emma, I'm so glad to have you on the program. Thanks for being with Sandy and I. Do you want to just just expand on that? Tell us a little bit more about who you are, what some of those business and heartfelt things that you do, and then we'll go a little bit deeper in a little little bit. So tell us. Okay, so um, I guess what led me to this is um, I am a huge empath, didn't know it until maybe nine, eight, nine years ago. Um, And as a result of not knowing it, I've gone through life, you know, um, thinking that I was paranoid and being told I was paranoid and all these things and struggling with depression and anxiety, but also on the side, having a really big attraction to originally reflexology. And traditional Chinese medicine. Um, I discovered it, I think at 18, I had my first reflexology appointment, loved it, fell asleep, had a great time and decided to look into this Meridian thing. And that's what led me to EFT. And I think I discovered EFT maybe eight, nine years ago for personal reasons. Um, and did a couple of programs with Nick and Jess Ortner actually, and realized that it worked and loved the result that I got. And and all the rest of it and how nothing else had worked you know other than the natural stuff and then I decided to train in it and within the first hour of that training course 
I just had this holy moly moment where it all made sense and everything dropped in together. And I realized that this was what I'm here to do because of the way it interacts with my energy and what I can see in people and things like that. So I trained as a practitioner and then I quickly trained as a trainer and started certifying people myself. Um, and that was after a 20 odd year corporate career of mainly sort of account management and service delivery. But my, it turned out that the specialism was looking for gaps in the contracts, right. And remedying things and making sure that I could put things right. And people would stay, clients would stay. And if you think about it, anything, my experience is that, you know, most things that are wrong today or people feel are wrong today for them in their world is a disconnection from self and source, right? They come away from center. So they get anxious and stress kicks in and, and the rest is whatever it is, biology and physiology and all that good stuff and so the the corporate stuff really helped with that because it helped focus the stuff that the woo-woo stuff didn't give me and yeah and so here I am wow so just tell our audience our listeners Emma we can tell by your accent that you are in the UK I am indeed I, I I hail from and I'm currently in Lincolnshire in a teeny tiny little village in the middle of nowhere in North Lincolnshire. And it's in a nutshell, it's halfway up the country and a little bit in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> halfway up the English. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Oh, that is huge. And, and it's beautiful. So, so how you got here and, and parts of that story, do you, do you want to go into recent pieces of that story? Because I know the last year has been big. Do you want to start earlier than that? Where, where would you start talk, talking with us about your story and your empowerment? To Yeah. I, okay. So I think, I think I would say that, um, with the greatest of love and respect for my family. We, we're a family who have never really had a lot of money. And, you know, my dad has had financial issues and, and spending issues and things like that. Um, and that I didn't realize had impacted me until I went to university and I got access to credit, credit cards and overdrafts and things like that. And I ran up some debt as you do and then I kept running it up and I think I've carried at the most um at its height I carried 50,000 plus pounds worth of debt around with me um for most of my adult life on and off and I kept trying to pay it off and then I kept subsidizing the guy that I was with and you know running it up again consolidating loans because of lack of self-worth and worthy and deserving set points and all that stuff which I didn't know at the time and then 12 or 13 years ago I started training as a coach and on the lead up you know to the EFT and then I realized what I was doing and I started looking internally and then last year so all of my EFT journey led up to really last year where I'd been in a corporate job for seven years um this with this particular company sorry for seven years and I decided it's almost a year to hand my notice in because COVID had hit and I thought, you know what, it's now or never. And they agreed, uh, we, we agreed a, 
a severance thing and I left in July. And what happened after that was a series of events that <laughs> can only really be described as goddess Callie going, right, you want to learn about financial trauma? There you go, catch. And it just <laughs> kept coming. And there were all sorts of things coming at me and personal decisions that I had to make. Um, I walked away from my job, my security, what I thought was my security, right? when actually all along my security was in here. I walked away from my 13-year relationship because it wasn't working and I didn't want to keep choosing that as my reality because that's what I'd been doing. Um, and there were reasons for that because that had impacted my finances and I woke up one day having had a perfect credit rating, literally perfect, to it being very poor. I had an email from Experian saying, your credit rating is very poor. And I won't go into the detail, but suffice to say, that was my memo from the universe in black and white saying, this reality that you keep choosing, it's not okay. It's not serving you. And now you've pretty much lost your ability to get any credit, get anything, and so this perceived security you've got with the big house by the coast and the Range Rover and all the rest of it, that's not what security is. And so I had to rethink everything. So I walked away from that as well. And then I, in November of last year, I decided to sell that house. That was my dream house. It was everything I thought I wanted and I sold it. And you'll never guess, but I sold it, the amount that I sold it for, enabled me to completely clear my debts. I am now debt-free for the first time in my adult life. And I'm almost a fully certified uh, tapping into wealth coach. I would not be here in this position if it wasn't for this program, because it's, uh, it's just life-changing. It equipped me with the self-awareness and the knowledge to realize what was happening and why I would been making these decisions for 40 odd years, right? Yes, and why I've not yes. been making certain decisions for 40 odd years. And everything came into sharp focus the minute I quit my job and decided that I was going to take my future into my own hands instead of choosing somebody else's version of my reality. Everything started unraveling, but it was liberating, completely liberating. Oh, Emma, yes. So that, that is so big. Can you take us back to where you were looking at all of these things that that moment of reckoning did you was it longer than that or did you have this small time frame of a moment of reckoning what, what was that like there were several moments in time you know so the moment of reckoning around the job was one day I just sat there and said well, it was when COVID broke out and I sat there and I said, look, if not now, then when, you know? Um, so I made that decision that then snowballed. And then I found out in the July, I think, just after I'd left my job, what had happened to my credit rating. And it wasn't me that did it. Let's just put it that way. Um, and that was a moment of clarity when you open your email inbox and you see it in black and white and a memo from the universe, that was a very small moment. And I went, okay. Yes. So what, then, was, yeah. what was your, as you're going through this, are you doing this alone? Did you, yes. did you have no support? No, uh, not, well, not a support community. 
like like your a circle yeah I mean I you know I had friends online and um but I, I lived I had moved away from my family it was it was partly a um kind of a coercive control relationship narcissistic empath scenario mm-hmm. and um I had moved 150 miles away from my family and Covid hit so no I had nobody in the vicinity that could come around and give me a hug or give me you know make me a cup of tea and sit me down and say oh, it's going to be okay I had to deal with it all by myself but that's the theme I have felt alone my entire life until recent years when I discovered EFT and I discovered what energy was really about so in those moments where these things happened I wasn't afraid it was almost like I can I say it was almost like touching the surface of this well of courage that I had inside me that I didn't even know was there yes I love that the the well of courage because what I because what I want people to hear and what I want women to hear in the story and the empowerment is you'd already come from part of this journey and worked with yourself. And and we all do. We try to make the best decisions that we can make. But But a lot of us do get to that moment of reckoning. And sometimes we get there and we're not sure. So we go on and then we come there again. But what I want to bring up again and hold is is what you said, and and now that word left me, um, say it again. The the, the touching touching the surface of the well of courage. Touching, yeah, touching the edge of the well. Yeah. It was like all of a sudden I could acknowledge that all I can feel is like it was sat inside me, like a, you know, like the water in the bottom of a well. And I didn't really know it was there. And it was like, all of a sudden, I sensed the surface of the water. I was like, oh, like tapping into something, literally. But it was, like you just said, Kate, I had made that decision about leaving that relationship the prior year. And I had, you know, he'd come back. And so that the time before, there was a marked difference because it was a very difficult decision the time before. And I wasn't sure. And I ummed and ahed, And then he came back and blah, 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 blah. This time, it was instant, and it was it was because I believe that I'm so connected to who I am now, and I'm so aligned with who I am, what I believe, what's okay for me, what's not okay for me. My boundaries are so strong. Mm-hmm. I literally, and it wasn't even acrimonious at the time I was doing it. It was a I can't keep choosing this reality anymore. Yes, and and I think that does happen with us and i and i think that's how we get here some some people take less time but other people again that's that's why i want them to hear your story this empowerment this woman who keeps taking steps forward and keeps knowing or kind of knowing what what you want what she wants and making decisions and does it work and no not quite but you still know it it's not it's it's not going around you're not chasing your tail you're doing that spiral it's a spiral and you and you made the decision a year ago or two years ago right and then it came back around and you made a different one oh okay let me let me step back into this relationship 
And as you move in that spiral, you see, no, that is what I want. I don't want to be in this relationship. I did make the right decision. Let me work on that again. So that's, so that's what we're doing. And I just want people to keep hearing this. And I want, I want my women to keep hearing this and what you're doing. So it's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's really important that women know that you don't have to stay stuck. And I think that's the thing. What comes up more and more for me in the work that I'm doing is that we don't know what we don't know. And, you know, Carl Jung, until you make the unconscious conscious, it'll direct your life and you'll call it fate. That's the biggest thing that has influenced me because, you know, when I, when I read that, I just sat there and thought, oh, my goodness, all of those things that have been directing my fate, if you like, until that point at which I got massive alignment and clarity, it was stuff I didn't know. I didn't know I didn't know it. Right. So, so you're out there in the sea, bobbing, bobbing around on a life raft and you don't even, you don't even know it. It's, it's the strangest thing, but then tapping and uncovering these worthiness and deserving set points and all of the stuff that comes with that program, it's just been so life-changing for me because it made me realize a, this is not my fault. And the relief that came with that was un unbelievable. And if, if other women take anything from this story, it's that, you know, it's not your fault. You're, we're wired a certain way. Our bodies are wired to react a certain way. And we're always doing the best that we can at any given time. But there will come a moment of clarity where you just go, nope. And that, that came for me when I surrendered. Yes. Literally. Yes. And, and it's not... And I don't mean that in a kind of spiritually bypassing way. Oh, just, you know, Pollyanna, let's just surrender. It'll all be fine. That wasn't it at all. It was almost like standing in the middle of a huge tornado in the calm of the storm going, I have no option but to surrender right now. Drop it like a pen. No fanfare, no decision, no talking about it, no ruminating on it with friends. Just drop it, surrender. And that was the point at which everything became clear. And the rest of the trajectory started when I signed the contract with the realtor to sell my house. I, I battled for months. So he left at the beginning of August and I signed the contract to sell my house in November. That's how long it took me to make that decision because that house was everything I thought represented security to me. And it was my house, you know, it was only in my name. And I yes. thought if I get rid of this, then I lose everything. So I can't possibly get rid of the house, even though it's costing me a margin. The second I made that decision to sell that house, clients started coming in. The universe started conspiring to support me because in that moment, I let go of my security to find my safety, which is in here. And it's a completely different concept. It, it is. And that is so... <sighs> wish I had better words for that. It's so big to surrender, to just feel it in your body and not know. But there's a piece of knowing deep that, that, you're, not, that you're not going to abandon you. Yeah. And you don't know how it is and you don't know what it'll look like. Yeah. And it's scary and it's solid. Uh, that surrender is is huge. It's huge. Yeah. It is. 
Yeah, I love that story. Love that story because uh, many of us, myself included, hung on for many, many more years, always thinking that it would get better, always thinking that, you know, the nicer I am, the better he'll be, that, you know, I'll lead by example and whatever. And not having that core strength, not finding that inner, you know, um, I always say I found the girl that I put away <laughs> when I turned about 20 and, you know, she was always there. And for me too, Emma, it was the discovery of the energy work and EFT and for our listeners, emotional freedom technique, if you haven't heard us say it before to uh, that is one of the processes, right. That we can use, but to be able to find that and to know your core is, is speaking and it's your higher self knows it's okay to let go, you know, to let go of everything. I, re- I remember kind of almost screaming, I have no control. And once I said that, I went, oh, that's right. I don't have control of these external things. I only have myself. So, wow, that well of courage that you dipped into turned out to be really pretty deep. Mm. It's bottomless, actually. Yes. I, didn't, uh, I didn't realize how much courage I had. I'd always been called um, a tough cookie and feisty and stuff like that by people before, you know, because it's not like my big life changes have all come in big batches. So um, I, have a, I have a history of doing this. So in a previous relationship, a 14-year one, um, I lost my job, my house and my relationship on the same day, twice in four years with the same guy, right? So it's oh. a pattern. It's everything being taken away from me my whole life. And actually, if you look at my, if you look at my soul destiny blueprint, according to the, cre- the 22 creation codes in the book of creation, my soul destiny involves exactly that. It's the ebb and flow of life. It's learning to deal with the impermanence of things, loss. And I was taught that at a really young age because I lost my grandma when I was nine and she was my best friend in the whole world. And actually I discovered tapping through her, although I didn't know it at the time. She used to tap out the rhythm of nursery rhymes on the back of my hand for me to guess. Oh. What I yeah. And, and I only just made that connection last year that that was my first exposure to tapping. So there's no wonder when I trained in tapping or started doing it for personal reasons, I fell in love with it because that was my connection to grandma. That's don't ever be afraid of a cycle because it's you could you always come full circle you just need to surrender and let it happen you you do you do i'm just i'm just kind of breathing and taking taking all of this in so i want to go a little further it might not it might not be deeper but a little bit further so you also and it sounds like from you and your grandma, you've always been in the realm and the and the and the energy of energy. Yeah, absolutely. Without so, fully realizing it, obviously, as a kid. Yeah, and I don't think she did either. Yeah. So you're an so you're an oracle, yeah. and I don't know. You and Sandy might be able to talk for two or three days because <laughs> <laughs> Sandy's in that realm, and and I'm kind of limp, limp, limping into it, but. Would you like to tell us a little bit 
about that and how it comes into your life and how how it deepens you yeah for sure so I came across this uh, probably about 18 months ago and I've always loved well as you can you see that shelf behind me there not for the listeners obviously but there's 120 oracle decks on there I love oracle cards and stuff <laughs> like that not it's not everybody's thing but it's a way for me to access trains of thought and energy right yeah and then I saw this lady who was talking about training to become an oracle and I thought okay I've always been very intuitive but let's see what this is about and it's all about um you know the thought line is we all choose why we're coming here before we come here in this incarnation now this may or may not resonate people can take from it one you know leave what doesn't but we choose what you know what we're coming here to to do as a, as a soul's destiny what we're coming here to achieve and we choose the kinds of challenges we're going to face we choose the talents that we're going to bring to help us to transmute those challenges to help us hit the goals in two areas of our lives and the, we choose our birth name because our birth name the letters of our birth name carry the numerology the energy from the 22 creation codes from the Sefer Yetzira, the book of creation the universe is made up of it you know our bodies our atoms our dna the earth everything in it it can all be traced back to this gematria numerology so it's it's as ancient as it gets and it's awesome may i interrupt you for a second emma because because i love that so so i want to ask you a personal my personal question my my birth name came from my family and I was married and took on a different name and that relationship didn't work out well. And then I was married again and chose to take on that name. And I have found in the last however many years, I'm just going to say four, that, that that name has, I don't know, allowed me the platform or the container of strength that that na- i i don't know how to say this because and so that's why i'm asking you i garner strength in yeah. who, in who i am when i see that name when i it, it absolutely works that way yeah so any other known name that you have in life so my birth name was emma callahan right that's my family name i chose to change my name to emma johnson i never married him but i took his name by default your second, your other known names, uh, they act like an overlay and they add the additional energy. So when you calculate it out, it has its own set of codes and it overlays. You never actually lose the energy of your birth name because it's running through you in your DNA, but your overlay name can support or detract. And a lot of people actually do choose a name that will serve them based on what they want to achieve or, you know, so it, it can be reverse engineered that way, but it's amazing that you've had that awareness and, and it's absolutely down to the name. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, okay. So let's move on with that. Yeah. I just had to ask. Mm -hmm. So how do you, what do I want? Let's start with how do you, how do you use, that your knowledge, your practice, 
of or I, I do a little bit with oracle cards to get clear sandy's uh guiding me kind of bringing me along through that how how do you use this oracle energy with you on a on a daily basis it's funny Kay, because i started my business using oracle cards so i don't know if you've heard me speak of this before but my daily thing that i do for free is called the daily tap and what i do is every day weekdays monday to friday and i used to do it weekends too i used to do it seven days a week i've been doing this five years now i pull an oracle card or a tarot card and we tap in the affirmations together and the reason i do that is because it gives people an experience of emotional freedom technique it gives them some kind of a shift it gives them a little dopamine hit right they feel better they have they start to begin to learn to trust EFT and the fact that it works and it's real whether or not they buy into the affirmations and the cards is another thing that's how it started and and that's been I've not really touched wood had to advertise my business because that's my front porch right that's how people get to sample me my energy what I do and my intention with that was that EFT is too precious and I'm only one person. I can't get it out to, if I work one-to-one, -one, I can't get it out to enough people. So I want to act like a lighthouse to get the message of EFT out there to help people find their inner smile. That's how it started. And so Oracle, the, the very notion of Oracle being an Oracle, Oracle cards, you know, seeing what the truth is in things or seeing what could be the potential in things has been the very start of my business and it carries on. To, I still do it today. It started with a festive tap along, actually, five years ago, last Christmas. Um, some a, a business coach at the time said to me, find a way to serve your crowd and go and do it. So I thought, okay, it's coming up to Christmas. Everybody's tearing the hair out. What can I do? So I started the festive tap along and I loved it so much. I carried on in January and five years later, I'm still doing it. But the Oracle side of things comes into my business all the time. Sometimes I do just charge for like people can have a soul blueprint session with me. We map out their name and we look at their destiny and we look at what they came here to do. That's actually going to feature much more in what I offer going down the line because my certification is only recent. But it's been a feature for longer than I can remember because of my ability to see into people, places and things. I had it naturally anyway. The clair, clairsentience and claircognizance and clairaudience that I've always had, I just didn't know what it was until like 10 years ago. It's always been there. When people were calling me paranoid because I just knew when people were lying to me, nah, -uh, I'm not paranoid. You're telling porkies and you're just not admitting it, right? So it's always been part of my life. I just channel it now much more folk in a you know in a much more focused way yeah so 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 tell me something sandy jump in when just over overrun me yes go ahead well i just don't want to get by this without um can you tell us tell our listeners if they want to join you in your daily tap where do they go to find that you can find me hanging out on Facebook and it's facebook.com forward slash inner smile coach, all one word. Okay. Inner smile coach. Yep. And I'm the same on Insta. So at inner smile coach on Instagram. Excellent. Excellent. 
Thank you. You're welcome. And you know what? I love doing it. I haven't stopped doing it because I it's as much for me as it is for everybody else, you know, because it serves me and it keeps me on kilter, if you like. Wow. That's what I love about that. You know, when we, we all use the EFT tapping and when we're coaching people, whether it's one-on-one or in a group, and we are facilitating that process, we're doing it too. And we benefit as well. So much. Yeah, it, it's so good. I always share with people that even if it doesn't sound like any of your issues and we're tapping for somebody else's thing, it is still going to help you. And I've been blown away by how often that comes true. Yeah, don't, don't you love the fact that even though we know what we're doing with EFT and we've been doing it for years, we still have that wow moment when it happens again. Like, I don't know anywhere else that happens. But yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> if you've ever done this or you find yourself doing this, but you get yourself into an emotional upset of some sort, you know, whether it's, you know, anger, anxiety or sadness. And you're sort of in it before you finally realize, like, um, I could do some tapping on this, you know, yeah. when, I, when, I, when I get to that point, I'm usually like either in this frustration or crying or something like, oh, now I'm tapping when I yeah. could have dampened it down a lot quicker and sooner if I remember it myself. So it's always the way is powerful it? stuff. <laughs> yeah. But what I, on that note, actually, that's a really good point. If I may, one thing that's really helped me um, because that doesn't, touch wood that doesn't happen to me that much anymore getting upset about stuff and I think the reason why is because I tap every day without fail so when I I have a dog you'll have seen if you spend any time with me hanging out on Facebook you'll see boss he's my rotty he's around here somewhere I think he's in his bed um I take him for two walks a day right and in the morning I have my earphones in and I typically listen to the tapping world summit one of the session and I tap along or something else that's tapping. So I tap every day. I literally am walking the talk. And that's what I want people to understand is that this is not a plaster. This is not a sticking plaster. The best results come with the continuity. They come with the application. They come with you choosing yourself again and again and again and again and again over everything else. Because only when you do that, are you in any kind of state usually to serve everybody else. You have to put yourself first and it's not selfish. That was a massive aha for me last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if we could just for fun, expand on this a tiny bit. Paint us, paint us that picture and maybe expand of a typical day, maybe a Thursday. You wake up in the morning, you put your feet on the floor. Mm. And then what happens? So... At the moment, I look around my lovely new house and I kind of go, wow, this is so nice. And then I'll have a shower. I'll take my, or I may shower later, whichever, or I'll, and I'll take boss for a walk. I'll feed him, give him his medication, take him for a walk. We'll have a good 45 minutes to an hour. And then I come back, I make some breakfast and I usually sit down to work. And I use that term very loosely because it doesn't feel like work at around 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And then between 12 30 and 1 we go again because he has two walks and then I come back and the afternoon shift is two-ish till about five or six depending on what I'm doing um 
And it really is a mix. At the moment, it's doing guest appearances in groups for other people, doing the money map class or something else, you know, teaching about the six stubborn blocks or or, or just talking about self-belief and self-worth and things like that. Um, or it's networking and getting to build relationships with people. Um, um, there'll be some self-development in there. So in the morning walk, I'll do my tapping. In the afternoon, I might use that time while I'm walking to catch up with a friend or family two or three times a week because part of me moving, selling the house was I've moved home and my parents are a mile and a half that way to the left and my sister is a mile and a half that way so two or three days a week I walk the dog in the morning with my sister and in between those days uh, socially distanced obviously safely but my mum and dad are my bubble because I live alone so two or three times a week I go and see them and I just I have literally crafted a life that I I don't want or need a holiday from I don't feel stressed particularly um I just get to do what I want to do when I want to do it pretty much. And that doesn't, it's not meant to sound flaky. It's just that that's how I've crafted my life. I know that I need a two hour lunch break or at least a 90 minute because I've got to look after him, my dog, you know, he comes first. So he gets fed first, gets walked, but I managed to mingle that with my stress relief. So walking at three to four miles an hour, taking in the scenery is reduces cortisol in the body. So I, utilize that or I'll listen to a podcast and I'll walk mindfully so I'm doing things for me at the same time as I'm doing things for him right mm-hmm. yeah um, evenings after I've had something to eat I'll probably study you know just nestle in on the couch with the pooch and uh, and I'll do some study so it's yes, fairly nice. relaxed pace of life these days I don't I left corporate for that reason it's not it doesn't serve me anymore let's put it that way Beautiful. So there are less struggles in your daily life. Infinitely less, infinitely less. I mean, I can't even, I'm not even sure when the last day I had where there was a, a struggle. I mean, I'm, I'm not immune to, you know, daily life and, you know, um, I don't know, your bank card getting swallowed in the ATM or something, you know, normal stuff that happens, little things, car making funny noises those things are going to happen, but they're outside of my control and it doesn't bother me. So what's happened is my self-belief and has gone up so much and my stress set point has come down so much that I don't, I used to be a real worry wart. I used to be very overly emotional, very um, cry at the opening of an envelope, you know? Um, and I don't, I don't struggle with that anymore, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's much more in proportion, I guess, is probably what I would say, rather than these big highs and lows, you know. So what happens, again, on a, in, a, in a typical day with, you're, you're an empath, you've always been an empath, and so you've worked with that. How, how do you work with that? How is it for you now? you 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 go to the store you go to the bank i i realize that we don't do as much of that right now but we did and we're going to so how how do you handle yourself and work with yourself with that gift i have to be honest i have worked from home for 14 years so actually this the, the pandemic it hasn't impacted me that much in terms of my lifestyle of going out and doing stuff i'm 
the more that I learned about being an empath and the more that I learned who I really was and what I wanted to do, the more I've become um, more comfortable being at home. So that in and of itself helps. But um, if I do have to go out, then I use energy protection techniques. You know, I, I ground and ground, cleanse, close, protect, all of those things. I use crystals a heck of a lot. I have crystals everywhere, all around the house. Um, I use Findhorn essences. You know, if I'm going to go on a Zoom call, for example, with somebody who I know is different energy to mine, let's say, then I'll use either a grounding spray or um, or the one for clearing the, the energy in the room or something like that, just to keep me on an even keel. I make sure I drink tons of water and sleep is a biggie for me. So if I don't get enough sleep, it's everything feels harder to deal with. So if I've been in a public place, um, I don't do it very often anymore, to be honest with you. But if I do, I tend to have a shower when I come home like wash off the residue you know depends whether it's good or bad experience really um yeah does that answer your question is that the kind of thing you were meaning it's part of it's part of what i wondered i've also heard from people who who take on the energy of just meeting a person in conversation so a clerk at the grocery store uh someone someone at the coffee shop and and it just it can overwhelm them yes, because yeah. they probably haven't done what you said is put their protections in place yeah. as part of their boundaries, as part of their energy boundaries. Indeed. And, and while I'm not always great at doing it, to be honest, but um, one thing that works really well for me is the shutters technique. I don't know if you've heard of it. You imagine yourself under a pyramid and on the four sides of the pyramid base, you imagine so the pyramid is the protection, right? And on the, each of the four lengths of the sides underneath, you imagine a set of metal or whatever, really strong metal shutters. And if, you know, as you're about to go into a situation where you think that you might take on the energies of other people, because sometimes it's inevitable with us empaths, right? You anchor it and you bring the shutters down to a sound or a, snap of the fingers or a, you know, with intention, you just bring the shutters down and with the intention that nothing can get through. And that, because it's quick and it's immediate, um, it, it works really well for me, but I do work um, with the chakras too. So just with intention, you know, um, closing the, um, the crown chakra and the root chakra to a pencil width so that enough can get in and out, but you're not bombarded, you know. That's beautiful. That really helps. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's genius. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. wish I could take credit for it. It's not mine. I don't remember where it came from. Um, it's not yeah. actually mine. But, yeah. but irrespective. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Andrea Lancaster, actually. She's um, She was a, a spiritual mentor of mine. Um, she's on Facebook. And uh, she taught me that, actually, about the pencil whip. Close it to a pencil whip. If you're in a pinch, you know, if you've got all the time in the world and you want to do a full rebalancing, go right ahead and tap through. But I, one of the modules on the very first course, Facebook course that I created was chakra tapping, tapping up and down through the chakras and bringing earth energy and source energy together to clear the chakras. And that's, I do love doing that. It's very, it's a very cool little technique. 
Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for sharing these um, because you have taken them in and, and let them ripple out as well. Yeah. It's the obligation, right? To share yes. it. We can't keep this it is. to ourselves. It is. Yeah. Sandy, have you got more questions? Oh, no, my, I'm, I think I need to go do some chakra narrowing for that. <laughs> my mind is, my mind is whirling. I just love this. Um, you know, I've experienced some of these things, um, particularly like the pyramid um, welded line together with gold or something, but never the shutter technique. And I'm going to definitely remember that. Mm. Definitely. I find essential oils very helpful too. I yes. have tons of essential oils and they really help with the vibration and stuff of that, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. It's very cool as well. Yeah. yeah. I love that right now. Um, energy work is being recognized studies are showing us just the efficacy of things like EFT, but also all the other energy work. And it's, it's to a lot of people still to woo woo, but it is more and more and more in the forefront of it's okay to talk about, it's okay to go experience it. And for people like us who use it, um, I don't know, I just feel it's time the energy of the world as we need this kind of thing to help people and to tell them, okay, it's okay. Nothing, nothing bad can happen from an essential oil. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> choose, you know I've, I've learned years ago, um, I was in beauty industry, I was hairdresser and I learned about how people will gravitate to a scent that they need the most. So um, it was coming from uh, a company that had hair and skincare, but they, they always knew that if something didn't quite smell right and it was all pure, good, not artificial, synthetic, then you just didn't need it. It was not. And uh, I, I saw it in action at home because my skin has always been on the dry side my whole life oil dry, moisture dry. And my late husband's skin had more oil and everything in it. And he could never put anything I put on my face on his skin because it would just, and I was the same way with his, like, <laughs> that's horrible. It was just so fascinating to me. I think if anybody wanted to dabble in something like that to experiment, and we all know, okay, lavender to go to sleep at night, you know, see what that works for you, um, peppermint and lemon to get some energy, some very, very simple ways, and then consult people who have so much more experience and knowledge like you do to really hone in on their own personal environment. Yeah, I, I took chemicals and things like that out of my skincare, makeup and house stuff about 12 years ago. Yeah, and that was a journey, but my skin has never been better. You know, there's nothing nasty in my skincare at all. No whatever it is, parabens and stuff. And the, and the biggest difference to me has been using face oil, um, right. actual, you know, almond oil, but with essential oils and stuff on it. And yeah. I mean, that, I'm, I'm 45 and I'm only just starting to really get, you know, wrinkles now. So I think living naturally and stuff has been a big deal for me. And I think I'm really passionate about that because there's, 
far too many um, chemicals out there that are just insidious and they creep in and they don't help with the mental health and the feeling okay, right? I stopped drinking tap water 15 years ago because of the calcifying of the pineal gland, you know, and people look at me crazy. My ex-mother-in-law used to look at me and go, but the government said it's healthy for you to have fluoride in water. Government yeah. tells a lot of things, dear, <laughs> not all of which are necessarily in our best interest, at least in the UK. So, yeah, I, I think it's just listening to your body, like you say. And, and I love that about if, if there's a smell that you really can't get enough of, it's something you need. And for me, that's always basil oil. I love the smell mm. of basil oil. Love that. Can't resist it. Definitely. I know I've found for myself the, you know, I definitely I took a lot of chemicals out of in my skincare and all, but then it's been a good, oh, probably 30, 30 years of dabbling into healthy eating, but a good, 20, 21 years of really um, eating mindfully and, and in a healthy way, mostly plant-based, organic, all that stuff. And because of that, cleansing my body that way, plus all the EFT and everything else, I'm super sensitive to synthetic um, fragrances. Yeah. I can't even walk by a certain candle store because it, it's overpowering. That I, I share that, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, perfumes can't perfumes I used to love cannot get near them because they're all they're all chemicals. Yeah. So um, I love that we can make our own with essential oils and that kind of thing. I make a floor spray, an antibacterial floor spray that's pet safe, obviously, because dogs react and so do cats and stuff. But I, I make it for the hard floors and stuff and I go around and use that instead of commercial cleaner. Excellent. Yeah. The, you know, a hot steam mop and then spray it with that yeah so i just i'm curious now for you emma you know what is your vision for your uh business and your life right now i know that you've had some definite goals in mind what what's up for you the next step for me really because it's been a fairly recent pivot is getting to more small business owners with big visions that are not putting themselves out there like they could be and they're not you know getting the recognition and the prosperity for that like, because it, it I find it heartbreaking that there's so many people out there with real gifts you know and skills and the, it's not just for them but the people who need those gifts and skills aren't getting the opportunity to work with them and that's just heartbreaking to me yes. so I want to work with as many small business owners as I can in the next few years but I also because I'm an EFT trainer I want to create an EFT academy um, whereby people can get trained um, and certified and accredited and then also work through all their money stuff, all their programming, all their confidence and visibility stuff, mm. bring experts in, you know, for marketing and things like that. So it's literally one place to go where they can come out the other end, trained, qualified, accredited and ready because that was not available for me. When I trained, I was not ready. And I had to piecemeal it together. I've since done tons of training, but to have that facility, you know, it just gives you that leg up. Um, And there's so many people I know who have trained in it and are not using it. And that breaks my heart as well because EFT is too precious to me. So brilliant on the horizon for sure. Excellent. That's, That's beautiful. Thank you because people do need it pulled in. 
we don't all have to recreate the wheel every day. So as you create this and allow people to come in and see what there is and go through it as, as opposed to, Oh, that looks like what I need to do. Yep. That's right. And now what? Yes, that would be. mm, It's so needed. It's, it's so powerful in the world. Uh, Yes. Thank you. Thank you for walking that journey and pleasure starting out. Yeah. This has been wonderful, Emma. Your story, your journey of continued empowerment every day, it, it comes out, it oozes out of you. It's beautiful. Surrender. Right? I have surrender to thank for that. Yeah. Our word for the day. Thank you so much, Emma. This has been beautiful. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. So is there anything that you want to say in closing in addition to surrender? Be open to possibility, I think whatever that is so to the people who don't necessarily believe in energy work and things like that you know we don't necessarily believe or not whether the electric's there when we flip the light switch on but it's there right it's the same difference it's all energy but just be open to it you don't have to believe in it for it to work and for those people who are into it and are not sure what's next believe in the possibility that you can create whatever it is you want nobody's coming to save us because nobody has to because we're not broken beautiful thank you emma thank you sandy thanks ladies excellent our empowered voices will discontinue with more stories until next time take care okay that's good enough space oh i meant to say on there so i'll say it somewhere that, that will give your contact information so, so whatever you, whatever you want, you gave us your Facebook and your Instagram. I yeah. don't, do, um, do you have anything else that I have a, I haven't, my new website isn't done yet, but it, you can give out in a smileeft.com and I'm just going to this weekend purchase. When is this going out? Will it give me a couple not, of days? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not going out for a little while. Okay, cool. So, um, I will be purchasing that URL this weekend. So if you give out in a smileyft.com. Okay. Um, nice. As my website. And then that's the main one. Yeah. And they can find me on Facebook and come and join me for the daily tap. And yes. This is amazing. You are amazing. Yes. Mm. This is so good. Yeah. yeah. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Good. I, I'm just like, I'm so breathing. <laughs> oh, yes, because I, I just like to sit and talk about, about this stuff. Yeah, so. It's really nice to meet other empowered women who have been through similar things, who all believe in similar things and that you can be yourself with. Because there's so many places those empaths and those energy workers and light workers can't be ourselves with you know in yet 
in even though it's the age of Aquarius, I think we're still going to take a little time to catch up, right? Right, it's the beginning. Patriarchy ain't gone yet. <laughs> it's still hanging around. Well, part of this is that people, uh, particularly women, will find that they're not alone. We have all have stories like this. Yeah. And I think the more we share them, now I see, I never saw before, but now I see what the, the purpose of the red tent stuff is, you know, and the women's circles yeah. and stuff like that to just be heard and witnessed and acknowledged. And it's critical. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd love to talk to you again. <laughs> Anytime. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure and I'd love to uh, chat with you whenever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Check back in. We'll, sure. Definitely. we'll do it. And I'm pretty slow, but I'll let you know when we're, we're going to put this up, but it's going to be just a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make sure okay. something exciting's happened before the next installment. Then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Have a lovely weekend. Okay, Bye. you too. Thank you. Lovely to meet you, Emma. Thank you so much. You too, Sandy. Thanks a lot. Bye. Take care. Bye. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. How do you feel about that one? It was good. Yeah. There was a thing about the sound. I don't know if it's going to come through on the I, I know. I, I thought right. it was me, but it, it happened when you were talking as well. So I don't... Maybe right, it's so it's, it's something with microphones, and so when she was talking, and then I would say yes or um, then you'd hear that big reverberation. Yeah, and, I, and it was the same with me. Yeah. I, I took my earbuds out to think, well, maybe there's something there, and actually I didn't hear it as much once I took that, that out. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to experiment with my microphone. I, I haven't been using it because I just haven't, I haven't known if it's um, effective or not. Yeah. But, but I'm, but I'll try to figure it out. I'm doing some hybrid um, meetings. So Zoom and in person right at the same time. Okay. So, with, so with my Toastmasters, some uh -huh. of, some of our Toastmasters are, are ready to get back to meeting uh in person uh-huh and some of them are not ready right and so we've got a space that that it's legal and we can be socially distanced and wear masks and uh-huh and we can be there Either. so so i set up a camera um you know to to view the whole group and then we've got and then we plug into a screen so that everybody else coming in, then all the people in the audience can see all the Zoomer people. And I haven't quite honed in uh, the microphone and, and how, that, how that works. So there's a lot of microphone things that I don't know. Well, you're ahead so, of me anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm looking for it. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I still, um, I need to get an appointment with the Apple store you can't just walk in anymore um, and get the new computer, the new laptop. So, you know, then I'll be able to integrate better with whatever microphone, you know, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I'm really, this, this, this one has been so good. I mean, Macs are, you know, 
great computers. It's just now it, it's like it can't really, it'll take updates, but it does, there are certain things that you can't do. Like for instance, my background, <laughs> Zoom, stuff like that. That's a minor thing, but there's just stuff like that too. And I'd like to not have it crash on me, you know? Yeah. 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 So this woman, you know, Emma is, and she's has learned that she is the Oracle and she can use the cards and Oracle cards and tarot to, to do that. But she, she's already one herself, you know, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. Did I didn't see who the oracle cards that she had were from. I, she said think, she had 121 decks. So. Be all of them. <laughs> Anybody's ever made are going to be up there. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't specifically think that this time I wanted to talk about Colette, but I'd love to know if if she uses her cards and yeah, and I guess fascinating. yeah, I, I did find out, oh, do I have my notes here? Oh, I, well, I, I found out which, which cards not to use when we're setting up our council. Cause there are certain ones that all of Colette's cards work are meant to work together, except for some, she's done some with other people, like help them with things that wouldn't work. And there's one called Postcards from Spirit that's meant to be only one card draw and it's not for this um, shared wisdom thing. Okay. But um, I found out the ones that are coming in the box is mine. They shipped it February 11th um, and it's still not here. It's in transit, which a lot of people are struggling with that stuff yet. But anyway, I, I know I'm getting the animal, spirit animal cards. Um, another um, deck, a uh, map deck, which I hope it's the new one, just so I can see that. She said it doesn't matter, but, you know, I'd love to see the new version. And I'm getting one other. I can't think of what it is. Anyway, so I know I'm getting those three. And um, I looked on our website to see what else I might want to order. And there's one of um, wisdom from the goddess or goddess something or other I'll probably get. But I'm excited. Because we're also, I guess, in the end, we will be looking at how everything is an oracle. And we know that to some degree, you know, that certain things are signs for us, right? And can give us messages, whether it's a rock or a bird, you know. Mm -hmm. So there'll be some more instruction on that, how to really pick up on that kind of stuff, which I'm thrilled, you know, to know that one. <clears throat> so, you know, I can't imagine being such a strong empath because I, I don't have that or I've pushed it down so much I don't know where it is I mean I, I can because of everything I've done for myself I know I can feel other people but not in that intensity you know to have been called 
paranoid <laughs> because you see things and you feel things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all, you know, we definitely all have it. Colette says that is actually, that is our, it's not our sixth sense, it's our first sense. Intuition is our first. And so as little ones, we know that, you know, that's what on earth we have imaginary play friends and mm -hmm. imaginary trips that we take and everything else until we're told we're supposed to grow up. <laughs> So right, I know, um, I know, really fun. So what's this um, speech thing? Uh, tell me more about that. You're going to lead the. Well, <coughs> now I have two. <coughs> so in Toastmasters in the spring, they have speech contests. Uh-huh. And it starts out at the club level and you compete with mm -hmm. people in your club. And then you go to the next level, which is area level. Uh -huh. And then it goes on up from there. So we had our club level and people are, are going to the next, to the area. And I was just asked, so I don't think I had told you this. I was just asked a few days ago if I would be the Toastmaster for the area contest. Okay. So I will show up um, uh, online. Mm -hmm. So ev everybody in the audience is behind a black, like they don't have, they don't have their name and they don't have their, their pictures, right? It's a blank, it's a blank audience for the speaker to speak to. But during the times that I announce things, when I show up, I show up visually. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's that one. And then, and that's on the 13th. I get my second vaccination at eight o'clock and I'm Toastmaster at noon. Okay. So. Well. Only thing I've heard about that is to put ice on it immediately. Like put it in your car, have it ready as soon as you can, ice that injection site. For the pain? There's, I don't know if there's something, sometimes the second one will hit you stronger um, and there might be something about how it dissipates in your body, I don't know. Okay. Or just, it might just be soreness, I don't know. I just heard that. Whatever you do, make sure you do that. <laughs> Okay. And, th and then, and the one that I was telling you about is I am co-chair person for the next level. So it's area. And then we go to the middle level. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so I don't think that I will be necessarily seen on that one. So that's okay. not a problem but there'll be a lot of people that I'll interact with mm -hmm. along the way. And so I just wanted to be prepared when somebody says, <clears throat> what's your day job, right? That, that I could say, whatever it is I am, <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, besides a problem solver. I mean, that's, I, that's what I am. I'm a listener and I'm a problem solver. <clears throat> mm -hmm. 
Doesn't well, matter what. Use that thing that Margaret says. I solve problems that people have no clue how to solve. Yes. She says that she says that a lot. Does. I, I solve the problems that people have no idea how to solve. Uh, yeah. Okay. I might just I might yeah. just put that on a card. Yeah, problems and challenges. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. So that's the biggest thing that I struggle with <clears throat> is, is the labels, <clears throat> the things that I say. Yeah. Um, so I'll just keep it simple. I just like, that's what I do. Yeah, because, you know, I've often thought about that, too, exactly how on earth you say stuff. And it's that leaves it open enough if somebody's curious. Well, that's interesting. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. And if it's casual <clears throat> and I don't know somebody, <clears throat> I don't want to do that elevator speech where I show women struggling with low income how to triple their income and be self-aware and have self-confidence that doesn't flow yeah in a in a casual conversation so this could flow yeah and but when you get when you say that and then that's that's interesting what comes next <clears throat> you know uh, something about how you um shine a light on the on that on those you know, blocks to uh, what it, what was it that Emma just said? I wrote it down because it's like, well, I've heard that a hundred times, which she said it again so eloquently. Uh, <clears throat> was that with, that wasn't the courage one. What was that one? No, it was the, um, I wrote it down. It was like set points, the self-worth and something set point. I wrote it down. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> and we can, um, I can pull it. Yeah, but it's it's that it's that shining a light on the inner blocks. I just wrote down actually something I thought we could both use: turning challenges into celebrations. Mm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Okay, so where is that? I got it. Ah, worthy and deserving set points. Okay. <clears throat> you know, shining a light on that gap between their wants and needs and desires and where they really are where they want to get to, you know, where they are and where they want to get to, that gap. Yeah. <clears throat> something like yep. something simple. Yeah, okay. I just, I loved her, um, 
idea of using the oracle cards and tapping in just a simple um, daily thing like that. Mm -hmm. I may have to take that on and do something like that. I thought that same thing. And it's such, it's so diverse. Like her people would never come to me or I shouldn't say it that way, but I mean, I don't see any problem with us. No, it's not a doing it personally or doing it with our circles. Right. Yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. I'm just shuffling. I don't know why. So I must need to, I must need to pull. If the cards sit there, it starts like. Okay. So what do Kay and I need to know right now? Going forward in action for our day, for our highest good, the highest good of all. Message in a bottle. Okay. Let's see what that is. Communication, a sign, a cledon, the ancient name for a spontaneous oracle delivered innocently by the speaker, pointing the way to your highest good. Well, <clears throat> that did happen with Emma. Um, <clears throat> Spirit sends you signs when you ask for them when you believe you will receive them, and when you allow yourself to become fluent in the language of symbols, oracles, and omens, which I will be doing <laughs> in this segment. <clears throat> they may come to you as a bird flying by, a logo on a truck, and a song on the radio. Expect confirmation that you're pointed in the right direction. Keep your ears open for someone might say something, just the right thing, that will give you the answer to your query. Today, your message is this. Spirit hears you, and the reply is favorable. That's very cool. I won't even read the rest. I think that's a really good message right where it is. Yep. Wow. Right where it is. Okay. Okay. So we have another meeting Tuesday. Um, better look at my calendar. I never put any of that stuff in. <clears throat> the ninth. Yeah, I'm good. Anyway, um, I'm. A little bit anxious about the 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 work we're doing for the big event like you know our assignments and what we'll be doing I'm a little bit anxious about that about the online version of it and how how it's going to go and how just how making sure um so everyone is anxious <clears throat> I figured, I mean, I figured that I just, from my standpoint, it's not that it's not going to go well or we'll, you know, I know there can be glitches. It's just, okay. Will I be uh, setting myself up? Okay. To be able to have a zoom screen, have a copy paste place where I'm going to be helping people. 
in the chat or whatever, you know, making sure I get all that right. Um, <clears throat> I was just talking to Petra this morning and she is in full panic. Really? Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't have the foggiest idea. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> Me too. Nobody does. Nobody does. And so we have a couple of documents and I haven't had the time to look at them very much. So as an example, next Friday, next Friday at 10 Eastern, Petra and I are going to get on Zoom and walk through some of that. And you're welcome to do that if you want to. Um. I think that's exactly when I have a hair appointment. Okay. But it is just a haircut. So I could maybe jump on after, depending on how long you're on there. Or you and I can set up something and okay. walk and walk through it. I'm happy to do that. And it's not that I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. It's just that we'll go through it and okay. verbalize it and see it again. Mm -hmm. I probably use less words than Bethany. Right. Everybody does. That's okay. I'm just, you know, it would be nice to be able to see what it's going to look like, like, you know, exactly what, you know, I, I told Bethany, I said, when I did the Oracle Palooza and I had the dashboard, which I, which I hope to God, we do have uh, Sage's dashboard because that'll be brilliant. So, but I, I, I don't know if anybody went was actually on a screen anywhere because I just got to go on the dashboard and sign up. There was nothing I needed to, you know, if I asked a question, it was automatically answered. So I guess that's that copy paste kind of stuff. Um, but I didn't see any people actually on the screen. And she says, we will be on the screen, greeting people and talking to people if they have questions. Yeah, we might. Well, that's what she says. That's why I'm, I was chosen because I have a smile. I, <laughs> I can be I, grounded and nice. I know. And that is what she said. And we oh, might do I that. Know. Right? Because she doesn't know. She doesn't. No. She thinks, right? She's following Barry and Blue. She thinks she's getting this. She's got Chuck, who's, who's technical. So probably it's going to be this way. Yeah. Well, so, you know, if they, if they get as many people as they want to attract to this event, I'm, I'm picturing how, you know, how that's all going to work if we have to be on screen and handling it. I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to me. <clears throat> so I know it can be done and I know we're fine. It's just. I am going to be blown away to the next galaxy if we get 300 people. Okay. We have had 500 people. We've had close to 500 people on one webinar a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. It's like, this blew me away. This, yeah. this was fabulous. So it could happen. Mm -hmm. It could happen. Yeah. But I'm going to, if it does, it's like, okay. Yeah. Miracles okay. happen. Miracles happen. Okay. I'll be fascinating to see because Bethany's talking like 600. I, I know she is. And so 
Yeah. I don't, uh, with, with the people I'm seeing coming through the webinars and coming through these last challenges, uh, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to, I don't know where they're going to come from. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's yeah. amazing to me that we'll have 600 people. So I'm going to be, and it's not a negative. I'm just like, okay, I'm open to that. I just, yeah. mm-hmm. wow. I wonder how that will happen. Right. Right. So if we go through these worksheets and docs and figure out a way of communication. Um, yeah. On our phones, in Slack, wherever that's going to be. With yeah, the, I don't have Slack something I need to get. Well, I don't know. She said that you guys were going to be on Slack, but I don't see how that's going to happen, but it could. Okay. Um, I, but she also... She also talked about that other piece of software. Um, just a second. On t- Let me find my Tuesday page. I have um, Boxer. Yeah, Vox. V-O-X-X, is that what it is? V-O-X-E-R, Boxer. Okay. And I had to have that for the Speakeasy course, but um, I never did any talking um, I mean, I taught, we, it was like recording it, sending a you know, message. I, I would get a thing that said, um, Helena is talking now. And I would just let her fill it up with whatever she wanted to say. And then I'd go back and listen to it. And then I would send my response. But I'm guessing I could pick up and actually hear Bethany is talking now. I could pick it up and hear her. Because it's like a walkie-talkie, but you can leave messages, voicemail kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, App Store. V-O-X. <coughs> V-O-X-E-R. It's a little, um, it looks, I don't know if you can see. It's orange. Oh, okay. Okay. And that. That image is actually like a like a, a phone with a smiley face. Okay, I got it. Push a button and talk. Okay. Install. Okay, let me put my password in. I also have Telegram for some reason. That's what Margaret was using for the um, for the challenges, and okay. she would leave messages, and then it would come up on my phone and say, "Right," but it's yeah. not. Well, maybe it was a channel. Maybe we could do our own channel. Okay, so let me. Oh, there's open. Access, okay. Okay, sign up, let me get in.
we do this? This is crazy. Where's my at sign? At. <clears throat> oh, and I, before I forget, I mentioned to um, Deanna Bate and Diane Cecile Ely that we needed to interview them each of them. Yeah, so Deanna and Diane. Yeah, and they're, they're for it. Okay. I know Deanna is for sure. Okay. Um, well Just then. so we have them on a list we can. Yeah. Okay. And I also, I was talking to who, to one of my friends who does, and she said, oh, I went to dinner with her the other night um, and she's creating a mindfulness class. And um, she has a, a beautiful woman mom left in the lurch up by my bo <clears throat> bootstraps story too. Cool. So. Um, yeah, good. Okay. So. I'm going to I don't need to customize my user. Hey okay, Walker is on Boxer. <laughs> okay. So Whitney Valentine is on Voxer. Start a new message. Private chat. Where's Sandy? Ooh, you're not in this list. Why are you not in this list? I don't know, because I got you. You showed up on mine. I can send you one. Okay. Start boxing. Is on Voxer. Start boxing. Oh, so I can send a message, start typing, or I can, can I do, I think I need to learn how to do this. Hold and talk. Hey Kay, this is Sandy sending a message. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, so then. You can play it. Yeah. Hey, Kay, this is Sandy sending a message. And then I, oh, so if I press the orange button, then I can send you a message back? Press and hold, yeah. Okay, the old press and hold. Okay, here, we're going to have to practice this, Sandy. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. So because you, because I had you open, your voice came through right away. I heard you rather than having to play it back. 
So it must be that if we're talking with one another, we just can do like a walkie talkie, holding okay. it down and talking. Okay. Here back we- and forth. So we could go over, <laughs> you know, at the end. Right. Right. Okay. Here we go. Sandy, I hope you're there. I got a problem with one of the people on this page. Give, give me a holler back. I'm right here for you, Kay. Over. Okay, well, Sarah said that she needs blah, blah, blah. And I'm not sure which page it's in. Can you tell me? Sure, just let me look for that. Okay, fine. Here it is. Page blah, blah, blah. Okay, so here's my no, thing about that. that. Okay, fine. Here it is. Page blah blah blah. So Sandy, why? If if we have this, we're talking out loud. We can't be. We have. We'd have to put ourselves on mute right. um, if we're in the middle of something. But right. we could so, also just record a message that you would play when you got it as well. I guess. Is the thing. And we can and we can type too. I mean, yes, you can type. But we have mess. You know, so we'll just have to decide. But how come? When I, when I hear you making your message, it comes straight through and no. I think that's because we're both in, we're both open. So maybe, but, but, but when you, some, I didn't say that right. When you talk to me, I can, I can hear you talking because we're on zoom. Yeah. But then I also, a second later, then it comes through on my phone on Boxer. Is that what happens to you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard it as soon as you were doing it. It was coming, it was on my, I could hear it coming from my phone. But I can't, it takes a second for me. um, I don't know. I don't recall, but. Okay, so if I press the button and say, hi, Sandy, I have a message for you. Give me a call back. Okay, so before, before, here's what happened. Okay, I, I, um, I had the the two of us in an open situation, and I got out of there and just went to the to the to the regular chat page, and so when you spoke and did that, it showed up just as a signal that you were talking, but I couldn't hear it, so I'd have to be on the page, you know, have us both chatting back and forth for me to actually hear it right away okay so it got recorded and it says audio message now okay so you didn't hear it through your phone you heard it because i went back to this page rather than being on that page with the two of us okay so if we wanted to set something up so I've got this with you. And if I invited, uh, let me just say, if I invited Bethany. Yeah, I have her on mine. She's in my list. Bethany Long. Invite. Oh, so it goes to my, it goes to my chat, to my phone message thing, right? And it's going to send her, if I, it's going to, it says, I sent you a message on Voxer, get the app and find me. So now, but I didn't really send her a message. 
So if I hit that and she gets it, can I go in and 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 make a message? Yeah, she, yeah, because she'll show up on you know she's right here on my list, and but how, I don't know what's been happening for me once I got it. All these different people that are in my friends list, uh, obviously, um, show up, and and I'll get this notification that just says uh, Penny Paws just joined Voxer or is on Voxer. So you know Bethany is on Voxer. That's all I know. I've got tons and tons of people on here. Well, not tons and tons, but plenty that I don't interact with. Anyway, that's a you know rather than. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to Bethany. Hey, Bethany, Sandy and I just got on Voxer and we were just playing with it, so we decided to add you to the mix because um, I don't know if this is going to work for us or not. Okay. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I'm guessing that, you know. But how do I get her? So I've got that to Bethany, but how do I get the three of us on? At the same time? In the in like a group, like a group chat. Yeah, that I don't know. <laughs> I do not know how that works, if it works. It has to work. But I you're right, it might, it might not. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll I've only done one one with another, like walkie talkies. So if oh, y'all have okay, okay, y'all have them. Right. It's it's yeah, we have to pull that person. Okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think. I think I get it. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Okay. So I started running yesterday. I ran a mile yesterday and a mile today. Oh my goodness. I have upped my water. It's not good. I've upped it to a quart of consistent, right? Maybe. So I'm moving from excellent, there, but excellent, excellent. But I'm started. And I have not been watching a screen for like 45 minutes before I go to bed. Excellent. And I'm sleeping better. Oh, wow. So I have. I'm really concerned. Uh, I, I wasn't too concerned about the vaccination, but when I told one of my Toastmaster people that I was getting the vaccination Saturday morning and then being Toastmaster, she went into meltdown. Yeah, I mean, some people get a strong reaction from that second one. The, the people that I howl with haven't, right? So yeah, I have a tiny know. group. You don't know. I mean, who was, um, Ina? Her second one hit her. Really? Remember we had that we had our group, all of us together, and um, oh, that's right. And she and she was late. She had been really sick the day before. That's right. That's right. So you know, just know that that's why people get freaked out because other people have gotten affected. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. But. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm off to Margaretville. We have a uh, webinar in 15 minutes. So. Okay. Thank Enjoy. you. <laughs> and thanks for joining Sandy and me on our Empowered Voices. We love bringing you these stories of ordinary women that are strong and extraordinary, strong with their own empowerment 
and wanting to reach out and share themselves with their stories. To connect in this world with the rising shared energy of love and miracles. We so appreciate you being with us. Let us know what you feel listening to these stories. And we'd love to see your comments on our Facebook page. So you can also let us know of your own empowered story. Thank you and bye for now.